0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to welcome you to the f- this episode 20. Oh, man, this episode 20, that's, that's like a, a mini milestone, isn't it? Okay. Well, I want to welcome you to the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy, Jalen Hunter, where I give my unpopular opinion about sports. And it's been a while, man. It's been, what, last Monday I dropped? And actually, I think I'm going to start doing these on Mondays. Due to the fact that I hit, I can hit the sports world you know I'm, I'm two days off of college football one day off of nfl and i can talk in mean, the basketball is pretty much every day but yeah uh, i think i'm gonna do it i'm gonna start doing the mondays if you don't agree if you like the way i was doing it on sundays not sundays wednesdays um hit me up and let me know how you feel uh, i want to thank you guys again for tuning in all the people that do tune in and uh, we're we we're, we're rolling on. Like I said, episode twenty. I well, you see, many rant. Mo- I mean, mini moment. Uh, I didn't think I was gonna get to episode twenty. I didn't think I was gonna like doing this. I really didn't. Uh, there was just something that I was. I know I wanted to do for a while, but I didn't think that not only I could do. Well, I know I could do it. I didn't think I wanted to do it. I didn't think this is something that I wanted to maintain. Honestly, but when I. Begin to do it, and I begin to actually love talking about sports. Like I see, my dream, my dream job is to work in sports. Wake up every day and do something in sports, whether that's do a cameraman for sports. My dream, dream job is ESPN. But you know, I, I love doing this. I love talking about sports. I love sports. And for all my sports fans out there, you, you know how I feel, you know how it feels to wake up on a Saturday or. You know, wake up one day knowing that tonight there's a big game you want to watch or you're rooting for your team. So, you know, I love it. I love it. And, again, this is episode 20. This is the unpopular podcast where I give my unpopular opinion about sports. Oh, you know what? Quick thing. I don't have sponsors. Not saying that I'm not welcome to sponsors, but nobody has sponsored me yet. But yesterday on my Instagram, as you see here, I have a – just just got shirt uh, I'm a very You know I'm not going to go into that Just know that I can wear what I want to wear Unless you're buying something for me And you want me to wear it Like you're purchasing it for me Then I'll wear it But I can wear what I want to wear So Let's get that But getting a little off topic Again this is the Unpopular Podcast Where I get my unpopular opinion about sports I don't know where we want to start uh, I don't know where I want to start For everybody that knows, I am a huge Redskins fan. And I don't know why we do this, but we make it harder than we have to. We won. Shouts out to all, you know, HTTR, Redskins City, Redskins Nation. Why do we always make it harder than we have to? Again, for people that don't know, we, as in the Redskins, it's we. Every time I talk about my team, it's we because I'm on the team. But the Redskins beat the Cowboys. Look, you can ask any Redskins fan. We don't care how the season goes unless or not unless. The only thing that we mat- that matters is we got to beat the Cowboys twice. We can go 2-16. and 16. If those two are Cowboys wins, that's a successful season. Is it trash? I don't know, but that's 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 how Redskins see it. That's how Redskins fans see it. So, yesterday we beat the Cowboys. I believe it was twenty to seventeen. Again, man, it, the Cowboys kind of beat themselves. <laughs> so you know, we went up. Dak Prescott fumbled in the end zone, and and we scooped a four score. Uh, Alex Smith was playing like Mister Conservative, like he always does. Adrian Pearson was running all over the field. Uh, he was he was looking like Zeke, honestly, cause Zeke didn't really have the best game. But Adrian Pearson was hooping, and we go up by ten. We get into the end, ends. Uh, we get into the red zone a couple times. Don't score or not. Don't 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 get a touchdown. We we'll get field goals, and it, it doesn't. It again. We we were up ten. They roared back, and all they had to do. They were at the forty. What, 47-yard line, and kick it, going to overtime. Well, who knows what goes on there, and this is a Cowboys kicker. The Cowboys get a false start <laughs> and get pushed back five yards, making it a 52-yarder. Man, I was at work watching this, Joe. I was like, oh, man, we finna lose, bruh. The kick looked good. The kick looked so good until the end. It was like, yeah, oh no, 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 no. And I was like, oh, we got this, we got this. And then I, I can't yell because I don't want to yell, but I was, I was, I was it was a it was a joyous experience. I'm not gonna lie to you. It, and and the good thing about this is I knew it was gonna happen. We were up ten. I said, you know what, they're about to come back. And make it a game, because the Redskins do this. The Redskins always do this, and I'm like, "Come on, guys!" And uh, happened. Speaking of kickers, y'all see Justin Tucker, Justin Tucker. So the Justin Tucker is what one or 222 was. 222 for 222 with extra points in his career. Extra points. That means you score a touchdown and you get an extra point. Going against the Saints, they were down. All they had to do was score the extra point and and they go into overtime. Score is 23-24. Drew Brees, you know, masterful. He got his... He hit his um, 500th career touchdown, which... Major uh, If you listen to about a couple podcasts back, I explain why I feel he is the top five quarterbacks of all time. Go listen to it. If, you know, if you want to hear that. But all he had to do was make the field goal, plain and simple. And they go in not field goal, the extra point, and they go into overtime. My man, it was the worst off left or off right I've ever seen in my life. That joint was like, it looked like it had no shot. And it was an extra point, so I think it's like maybe 20 yards. That man had no shot. Cost them the game. And to be honest with you, yesterday wasn't too eventful in the NFL. Yeah, like I said, the Redskins beat the Cowboys, the Saints beat. The Ravens, of course, like I said, Drew Brees had his 500th career touchdown and beating the Ravens. Now he has beaten every team in the NFL, and that that unfortunately includes my Redskins. But you know, we well, I can't say that includes my Redskins. Like we didn't just get smacked like 43-19 or 43-9 the other day, but by Drew. But it wasn't it. It wasn't a very eventful NFL. I mean, I don't know if anybody saw the night game. Where the Chiefs just smacked the hell out of the Bengals, it it looked so bad. I I remember I was look, I looked up, and the score was I think like seven to seven to uh seven to seven or seven to zero. It was close. So I said, okay, this could be a game. AJ Green made this nice catch, and while Andy Dalton wasn't just like throwing bombs. He was he was getting making passes, so I'm like, this could be a good game. I remember I turned the TV for like 20 minutes. I come back, it's 24 seven. I said, oh okay. So I'm watching the game. I'm doing other things. I'm uh, writing the content for the podcast. I look up, it is 38 to seven in the third quarter. I said. There's no way in heaven or hell they beating these boys this bad. And that really is a test to... It's not just Patrick Mahomes, man. Yeah, Andy Reid is one of the best, if not the best... Uh, oh, no, because you got Kyle Shanahan and Sean, Le- Sean McVay. But he's one of the best coaches when it comes to young quarterbacks. It's not just... Patrick Mahomes has a cannon of an arm and looks like a young Brett Favre, minus the interceptions. But they have so many weapons. Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey, who I didn't know was like what they say, six seven, two two eighty? So the man's LeBron. So I they have weapons. And this is the first time this season their defense actually looked dominant. Now I don't know, if that was just Andy Dalton being trash. I don't know, but I know that their defense looked hella dominant. And I I can't take it for I can't take anything away from that. That was that was a crazy perform. Hold up, though. it's cold as hell in here. Hold up. There we go. That was a crazy performance. I I can't take anything away from it. But other than that, it really wasn't eventful. It wasn't eventful uh, NFL. The Bears and Patriots had a pretty good game. Patriots won 38-31. Cordell Patterson had a, I believe, a peel, punt and took it back or, you know, kickoff and took it back. It was a kickoff, took it back. And it was yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too eventful. It wasn't too eventful, honestly. Nothing really big happened. Blake people are starting to I'm not even gonna say people are starting to really see who Blake Bors is. People knew who Blake Bors was. I think people were were surprised as in I know I was surprised about the the leaps and bounds he took last year to make it to the AFC championship. But I also did know that this has to do a lot with his This has a lot to do with his um his defense, you know, I had one of the top defense, Calais Campbell, Jalen Ramsey. You know, they have, they have a defense. But yeah, it's it's time. It's it's been time to get rid of Blake Bortles. But if yesterday didn't, if yesterday and the week before didn't show you anything, it's time. The the defense can only do so much, and you can tell when you know. It's kind of like a group project. I'm not going to lie. I was the one in the group project that did most of the work because I cared about my grade. So if I was grouped with somebody that I knew wasn't about to do no work or I knew slacked off, I was like, God, damn, man. I just know I'm about to do. Like, I don't think there was ever a group project. In all my years of schooling, my grade in elementary school, middle school, high school, college, I don't think there was ever a group project ever where the work was evenly distributed that's that's not a lie the work is always evenly distributed but was it done I don't I don't think there was ever one where everybody did their equal part ever and I'm not gonna lie there was a couple times in college I was the slacker I played college basketball I there was there was there was sometimes I didn't go to class for a whole week, so I, I was just catching up. I'm not blaming it on college basketball. I'm just saying I'm sorry. But again, I don't think there's ever been a a a group project where the work was evenly distributed. But but I say that to say the defense knows when they have to carry this team, and the and the Jags know if they if their defense wasn't as stout as it is, they would be. Like they've been for a while, the bottom of the the bottom of the like the bottom of the trash, they suck. Blake Bortles is trash. Leonard Fournette, who I have so and I still have high hopes on, but he can't stay healthy. He couldn't stay healthy in college, and he can't stay healthy in, in the NFL. And they just got uh, what Carlos Hyde. I don't know. I don't know how much that's gonna help. It's, it's just when you went in, in. I don't remember who I was watching, but they made a great point. Look all the Super Bowl teams. Not one, except for maybe Nick Foles last year, but not one Super Bowl team has ever made it or ever won with a so-so or average quarterback. Your quarterback has to be stellar. Big Ben, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. These all Super Bowl winning all Super Bowl winning quarterbacks and all Hall of Fame level quarterbacks. Name me except for Nick Foles, name me somebody else and and what Trent Dilford. but that was that was Jefferson wasn't. That was, that was back in the day, you know. You had Ray Lewis and you had one of the best historically defenses ever. Oh, and Joe Flacco, that one, too. But I think that was – I'm not going to say it was rigged, but you, you had a lot of motivation. I'll just say that. But, again, if you don't have a top-level quarterback, you're not going to make it to the Super Bowl, and you're not winning it, Joe. And and I think the Jags know. The Jags, as in players, know. You can't win – I don't know what the hell management's doing, but you, you can't win with with, with Blake Bortles. Or they can only take you so far, Blake Bortles. Don't think. I think Blake Bortles got hot two games last year, and then the second half of the AFC, AFC Championship, Blake Bortles turned back into Blake Bortles. Man throwing arid-ass passes. He he couldn't. You know, this is how you know they didn't believe in him. I think it was a fourth down. I think it was fourth and two. If they would have got this fourth down, they pretty much could have could have ran the clock out pretty much they punt the ball because they did not believe that Blake Bortles can get them to the to the promised land and and that is who Blake Bortles is. Blake Bortles is a a richer man's Nate Peter Peterman Peterson Peterman Nate Peterman just ain't throwing all them picks, but he ain't throwing all them touchdowns either. So I don't know, I just went on a mini rant about Blake Bortles, but I, I see it. If you don't see it, if people people, people see it. People know, and the players know. that You can't win with Blake Bortles. Uh, and last game I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to talk about before we move on is, and can we trust? I say that because I have cam on my fantasy. While, granted, I'm losing right now because I can't get this tight end thing right. Nor can I get this wide receiver thing right. The week I start uh, Deshaun Jackson, he doesn't do nothing. The week I start Deshaun Jackson, he don't do nothing for me. Yet, I leave Jarvis Landry on the bench. My man gives me like, I think 12.7 or 12.8 points on the bench. Week before, I started Jarvis Landry. He didn't do nothing for me. gave me about, what, seven, six points. Deshaun Watson on the or Deshaun Jackson on the bench gives me like twenty eight, and then let me. I'm gonna go into a quick rant. Y'all gonna listen? If not, you can you know this unpopular podcast and do what I gotta do. And this is why I I have such a problem with the Giants, man. Not only because I'm a Redskins fan in the same division. You I I drafted Odell Beckham on my fantasy. Except for the one game where he pretty much played quarterback. He has got he has got nothing for me. I drafted Rob Gronkowski. Nothing for me. I picked up Calvin Ridley. I didn't know how he was gonna turn out, but I picked him up. The two games he went off one game. Yeah, I started him. One game, he was on the bench. You see, I got I got <laughs> I got to get this, this, this fantasy thing all together, man. I, I've been doing it for a while now since high, since college, but I got to get this together, man. I really do. I really do, because this is, this is, this is frustrating, frustrating, that I'm about to lose to T.O. Somebody you probably don't you don't know. I'm gonna lose to a guy named Tio because Drew Brees went off. In fact, Tio, Tio didn't even have that good of a week either. It's just and I, and for people you know yeah, I'm talking about this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up my fantasy team, which I'm losing. T- he didn't even start Drew Brees. He was smart and started Mr. Trubisky. Mr. Trubisky went off. Calvin, no, um, uh, Kamara kind of went off. AJ Green sort of went off. Brandon Cooks went off, and Thielen, which he's top five receiver in the game, he went off. Jarvis Landry on the bench went off, and nobody, and Cam Newton went off. That's it. Oh, and Dan Bailey, shout out to him. He went off 13 points as a kicker So I'm losing right now 73.1 To 113.4 My only hope Is Odell Beckham And Calvin Ridley Give me something So I think I lost this week Thanks Thanks Rob Gronkowski Damn right, let me get off this Is there anything else I can talk about um. Anything else? Oh, for the first time, I have uh, somebody back there. You can't really see, you can't see him. His name's Ben. Ben is like my technical help guy. But I think he's only staying for like two minutes. So, shouts out to Ben. So yeah, again, this wasn't that eventful of an NFL. Uh, Sunday, Saturday, however, was pretty eventful. Michigan uh, smacked Michigan State, and I'm not gonna say smack. It was it was a messy game. It was an hour delay or 45 minute delay due to the weather. It was turnovers galore, but Michigan pulled out the win. And my Oregon lost to Washington State. I think Michigan can make it in the uh, Final Four. Ohio State got smacked by Purdue, yo. Ohio State really lost bad too. I, it, it was baffling. I did. I remember talking to somebody, and I said, "Yo, it's Purdue, bro. I don't even know why they're hyping this game up. Purdue is not that good, and Ohio State, it's Ohio State." But, no, Purdue smacked the hell out of Ohio State. And that goes to what, uh, I don't know if anybody watches the herd, but that goes to something Joe Klatt said when he was like, oh, Ohio State has not impressed me, and Ohio State is bound for upset. Now, Joe Klatt thought that the upset would come against Michigan. So did I. But I didn't know Purdue had it in him, and they smacked him from the jump. I think that really hinders and that really hurts Ohio State's chances of making it. Seeing as though, of course, you have Alabama, that machine. Clemson hasn't lost. In fact, they jumped to number two. Notre Dame has looked good. You you have, like I said, Michigan has looked good. There, there's teams that have looked really good. Then you have Ohio State. It's it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I think Michigan can make it. I said this on my uh, previous—I don't remember what episode is—but when I was talking about college football and the sleepers, I said Michigan has the Werethal, and they—they they have the the path that can make it to the Final Four. You got to go against Michigan State. They did that. You still got to play Ohio State. That's looking like a very winnable game. They smack Wisconsin, so. It it's, it's all lining up for them. Now, the Wisconsin win doesn't look as good as I thought it would, seeing as a Wisconsin really hasn't bloomed this season. But I, I think Michigan can do it, man. I think Michigan can do it. When I say do it, I mean make it to the college football uh, Final Four. I don't know. I don't see them winning at all. I don't see anybody beating – Alabama right now. I I think that that could be a good game, like a one in a four, one in the four seed. Michigan, and Alabama, because Michigan's defense is stout. Then Alabama and Tua, that's just unstoppable. So, we'll we'll see. A lot of people didn't think, including myself, didn't think Purdue was going to beat Ohio State. Now, granted, Ohio State's on a different level, or no, Alabama's on a different level than Ohio State, but I think they can do it. I think they can do it. Wow, it wasn't an eventful day, or it wasn't an eventful NFL. NBA, the first week of NBA popped off uh, royally, man. You got, you got Golden State. Going uh, two on one, they lost last night with a game-winning block by the Nuggets. However, did you see Jared Dirickbo tip it, a game-winning tip-in against Utah? Go Golden State has a has a, a sneaky tough schedule. This opening, you know, this opening week or two, I think it lightens up like right now. But you had opening nights, you had. What did they play over there? Oh, uh, OKC. Okay, granted, it was without Russell Westbrook, but you schedulers don't really know that. Then you go to Utah in Utah. Then you go to Denver. So that's that's a tough. That's a tough. And they go two on one. So that's pretty. And one of the one of them was like I said, a game winning uh, block from Willie Hernandez. So that was that was that was it. Lakers are looking. You know what? I'm gonna talk about it. anyone see that fight now that was a fight. Jalen Rose has the uh the famous phrase "Hold me back moments that was a fight and and let me just say this I got expelled for that one time i I'm not hope I'm not saying man, like I'm a bad person or anything, but I got expelled for that one time uh i a teacher substitute was in class and you know, we were. It was in middle school, so we were playing around, joking, doing whatever. And he got into my face, and uh, while he didn't intentionally spit, some spit landed on my face, and I. It was just. I felt. I felt a level of disrespect at that moment. So, not saying I'm a thug or anything, because I'm a lover, not a fighter. I got that on camera, but I mushed him. Yeah, I'm much a substitute, and I guess I'm saying this now because I mean there's no ramification at this point. But I lied, my, I lied royally to the uh, committee. Oh, see, for what, what people don't know, how expulsion works. First, you get getting it's called suspension to the superintendent. <coughs> Excuse me. Then you got it's like a ten day suspension off rip. Then after, like, on the 10th day, you got to go to the superintendent and they got to see if they allow you into the school to upheld, and have your expulsion upheld, or they can send you back to school, you know. But you got to go in front of the board, you, your parents got to be there, the teacher or the whoever was involved in the incident, the principal got to be there. My principal said I was a minister to society. He said that in the meeting. And I I am a detriment to people's learning environments, even though I think at the time I had like a 3.0 or something. I don't know. But (laughs) I I say all that to say, when Rondo, when a little bit of spit came out of Rondo's mouth and hit Chris Paul in the face, at that moment, I knew Chris Paul, something's about to happen. Chris Paul, now, of course, we didn't know that that's what happened in real time. But once they came out and said, he spit on me, oh, yeah. Oh, All hoes off. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do at that point. But for people that don't know, the Houston Rockets played the Lakers. The Owen 2 Lakers at this point. or 3 one of those two. But they played the Lakers, and James Harden goes down and pretty much runs into Brandon Ingram. But Brandon Ingram was called for the foul. Brandon Ingram then gets irate and, like, shoves <laughs> shoves James Harden. I will try to put the video up, but I know YouTube's going to clap me for that. So, just now. Absolutely not So James Harden's complaining He pushes So then Lance Stevenson Bear hugs Brandon Ingram To get him away from the situation I got a little I got a little hot Then Out of nowhere Rondo and Chris Paul Start going at it From what we see in real time Chris Paul mushes Rondo, like finger mushes him, which is also a no-no. I got into a fight in college because somebody did that to me. I'm not a fighter. I'm am a lover, not a fighter. But I did get into a fight in college because somebody did that. But mushes Rondo in the face. Rondo then hits him with the hits him with the cleanest <laughs> left I've ever seen in my life. Then Chris Paul hits him with an uppercut. Hits him with a smooth two-piece with with the with the biscuit with the cheddar biscuits. It, it was just it. Look, that was a fight. That was not no hold. Uh, hold me back moment. That was a fight. Fight. And as of now, Brandon Ingram suspended four games. Oh, another thing I did never fail to miss is Brandon Ingram then comes out of nowhere. And steals off on Chris Paul. It, it was a fight. Somewhere, Ron Artest is like, I told y'all. y'all got They got to spend a four. Now, granted, I'm not, I'm not comparing them. I'm not comparing what happened to Malice in the Palace to that. Because, man, stole off from fans. I'm just saying. But as of right now. Brandon Ingram suspended 4 games, Rondo suspended 3 games, and Chris Paul suspended 2 games. So, I think it was fair, you know. It was it wasn't like anybody got hurt hurt. They it was bad. Kiki Vandeweghe was in the in the in the stands, so that that was really bad. Uh other than that, you know, it it was a, it was a little a little skirmish. So, it was uh, that was eventful. You got Oh, I'm sorry, I just saw something You got OKC okay, looks terrible. What, rightfully so. I mean, you're losing an MVP. They're throwing three and two, zero oh, and three. You lose the MVP candidate for the first few game, first two games. They lost. They lost to OK. I mean, Golden State. They lost to They they they're zero and three. So they're not looking as uh, as good as I thought they were going to look at to start the season. You realize they don't really have a fourth option, man. And and I kind of I kind of thought, I kind of thought that, but I thought they'd be able to overcome it with their defense and, you know, Nerlens Noel coming off the bench was a really good pickup, Dennis Schroeder. But Dennis Schroeder isn't even; he's not really playing that good. Outside is you know Jay, uh Russell Westbrook who came back last game and damn near had a triple double. I think he had like thirty six, twelve, and eight or something. They're not. They don't really have a a fourth option. Paul George has been struggling. He, he, he's been struggling. There's there's only so much Stephen Adams can do. So they're still trying to find that fourth option. I I, I don't I again I thought it was gonna be. Dennis Schroeder, but it, right now it's it, he's he's been struggling. Nerlens nowhere, again, kind of like Stephen Adams. Nerlens Noel, he can only do so much on the offensive side of the ball, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You tell me. They they looked pretty bad. Trey Trey Young had a 35.10 30, 30, uh, rebounds or ten assists a game, joining LeBron James, Steph Curry, and. I believe Jordan as the only rookies to do that. So, shouts out to him. Luca hasn't really impressed that much. No, that's a lie. Luca's actually been playing really well. It was just when he played DeAndre Ayton, he he had a bad game. But Luca's been playing good. DeAndre has been playing good. All the rookies that we thought were going to be playing good are playing alright. Uh, Marvin Bagley the third is playing okay, but again, he's still a, a, an experiment, and the Kings still suck. Denver's looking really nice right now like it's only, Again, it's only three, two or three games in But Denver's looking really nice Golden State's looking good Even though they lost last night they, And Klay Thompson's been struggling Shooting I, You know, Klay Thompson always goes to those spurts Where maybe a few games he's struggling Then he'll come back and give you like A 40 piece So I'm not really expecting that But let's talk about Let's talk about the Wizards, man And as you can see, this is near and dear to me because I'm a Wizards fan. Uh, we lose to. First of all, we don't have Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard still has butt problems, no lie. Look it up. He still has butt problems. So we haven't. We don't have him. It's. It just hasn't. We always go start off bad, man. We always we lose. We, we have Portland, I believe, tonight. But I just uh, I don't know. It's like the Wizards always play up or down to their competition. They, they we played against the Raptors with no Kawhi Leonard, who was hooping. Who had a really good game against Boston You know, Boston and Toronto played Toronto came up on top Fred Van Vliet hit a big shot Which he also hit a big shot against uh, the Wizards But It's it's just, it's just crazy It's crazy How bad the Wizards can play With one of the top five backcourts It just does not make sense to me I I don't know I believe in John and Bradley Bill. I just don't. They really don't have a third. I mean, Otto Porter has been okay. But not no max money okay. So, I, I don't know. It's depressing talking about. Because it's just the Wizards, man. I'm a hometown guy. I love the Wizards. I love the rest because I love the Capitals. I love the Nationals. So... You know, that's just how it is. I want the Wizards to succeed. And they haven't. But Kawhi look looked really good. Jason Tatum looks like he's the best player on, on Boston. So <laughs> he's he's been hooping this these past few games. LeBron James then and this one we're we'll talking about with the Lakers. LeBron James looks good with the Lakers. You know he—they're rolling him out like the—they're—they're they're playing great, as in he is playing great, and they—they have one of the fastest tempos in the league, so they're playing good. But what uh, what is easily seen is that Lonzo does not fit with LeBron. Lonzo is not a catch and catch uh, catch and shoot player. He does not play good off the ball because his, he's not offensively sound like that. And it just hasn't worked. So I think I get I guess this is a hot take, but I don't think I think Lonzo will be gone by trade deadline or at trade deadline. Or at least by the end of the season. Because that just doesn't work. You can get some pieces for Lonzo. But that de- that doesn't work. Because it's, it's very easy to see that Rondo fits better with LeBron. Even though Rondo can't shoot. Or not really that good off the ball. He's really good defensively. But not that good off the ball. He just fits better with LeBron than Lonzo does. And it's it's, it's clear. It's, it's so easy to see. Like night and day. It's... I think Lonzo's gone by trade deadline. Trade deadline or by the st- the start of the playoffs. Well, I don't think you can be gone by. He's gone by the end of the season or by trade deadline, cause he's somebody that can that can attract a lot of assets. So it's just it's just him and LeBron's just not working. Him and LeBron's just not working. Oh, last thing I'm gonna say on the NBA. So report came out. That the G League will now be offering 125k to elite high school players. Pretty much, not making them not they don't have to go through college anymore if they're elite players. I think you're still gonna have to you know try out for the G League and stuff like that. But it's a program now that you pay players. What I like there's a lot of things I like about this. I like that you don't have to if you're good enough to play. I feel if you're good enough to play, go get your money, go play. That's why I think people should be uh athletes should be paid in college, but I think if you're good enough to play, play. Plain and simple. If you're good enough to if, if a team thinks you're good enough and wants to pay you to play on the team, let them pay. You. Let go provide. Now, granted 125k isn't it's more than what I got. But it isn't like uh, you're set for life, go retire type money. That's not the case at all. But it, it's a, it's it's money to hoop. You know, it's it's money to hoop. And if you if you if they want to pay, let them pay. Regardless, I also like the fact that they don't have to waste time. I'm not going. They don't have to waste time in a, in the NCAA. There's no reason why Zion should have to play in the NCAA. Not saying that he's off the bat, NBA ready, or RJ Barris off the bat, or Nazir Little is off the bat, ready for the NBA. But if teams want to pay them, let them do that. Let them do that. If they're good enough, why should they waste their time, their talents? Could, you know, knock on wood, could face or could get a career ending injury in college for no money. Instead of just going to the NBA or going to the G League for a year, where the G where the G League teams can develop their players, so by the time they get to the NBA, they're already better than better than uh better than they would have been in college because they're playing against semi professionals and they're getting groomed and taught by actual teams, so they don't have to go through that you know sneaky under bed of recruiting that that the NBA does and college basketball, uh, college period does. So, it's good on a lot of fronts. And one thing that I saw, I guess it's not a negative for that, but it's a negative in in sports as a general, as a whole. So, Brittany Grinder came out and said, you know, it's good that, players are able to go to the G League and get, you know, get paid to play 100k but women women basketball players and women athletes pretty much have to play year round to get fair treatment for just to play. And and I think that, that's that's kind of that's that's crazy that women have to do that. There, there, there has to be a way for women. In fact, mark my words. Today, I'm gonna have. There's a, a young lady I know named Jasmine Brown. She is. She covers the WNBA. I'm gonna have her on the podcast. I don't know if she's gonna be my first guest, but I, I'm. She might be. a I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna try to set this up. But I'm gonna have Jasmine Brown, and we're gonna we're gonna have a discussion about women, about how we can advance, or how women sports in general, whether the WNBA. I think women tennis is pretty much dominating right now, but we'll just talk about the WNBA. How uh, the WNBA can advance. You know, they can try to get deals with Turner Sports. They can try to I don't know. I'ma I'm gonna talk, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get Jasmine Brown on, on the pod one day and we're gonna discuss it. But Brittany Griner did shine a light on the fact that to make 100K for a female, they pretty much have to play year-round instead of college. Now, again, I understand that it might not garnish as much excitement as, you know, the women. women WNBA might not garnish as much excitement as the NBA, but I think that I think they, they deserve something. You know what I mean? Something better than what they're getting. So... That, again, I'm gonna have Jasmine Brown on the pod one day, and we're gonna discuss it, cause that's a topic that I, I I've seen her from afar from a while, and we we talked on you know different occasion, but that's I I really want her opinion on this situation, seeing as though she's engrenched in the in the WNBA. So yeah, the again the G League G League is offering elite players. Now that's not saying that they can offer some other players, and they're not getting. 125K, is whatever they want to give them, but to pretty much high school players don't have to go through the one and done rule because that's that's pretty much stupid. Um, let's talk about the World Series. Yankee, uh, Dodgers, and the Boston Red Sox are in the World Series. The Bruins pretty much got dogged the other night. It was, it was a great game. It was a great suspenseful game. You know, not saying it was close, but it was a great suspenseful game. Dodgers hitting home runs and hitting clutch RBIs. And it's going to be one of the, you know, one of the best pitchers against one of the best teams. While you have Yasiel Puig, you have Manny Machado, you have Clayton Kershaw. Going against the machine that is Boston That's going to be a really good World Series That's going to be a really good World Series And I'm putting my money on Boston Boston is a complete team They have a The the way that they handled Houston and the way they handled the Yankees Really showed me that that They can do it Not to mention that they had One of the best regular seasons In all in MLB history winning over th- over 105 games, I believe. So that thing hasn't been done, but statistically they're one of the best ever. I think Boston got it. I think it's going to be a great World Series. again, great pitching, the great pitching of the Dodgers against a great bullpen of the the Red Sox. So I got I got Boston in six games it's going to be really good and entertaining six games so yeah i'm excited i'm excited again i'm not an average baseball watcher but I i watch big baseball events like divisional divisional uh finals and world series and stuff like that so i'm excited i wish the nationals were in it but it's neither here nor there uh you know, I was going to talk about Messi getting injured and out of the El Clasico. Him alongside Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, I guess I'm talking about it now. So, Him alongside, uh, Messi alongside Cristiano Ronaldo won't be in the El Clasico. So, you know, that's, that's a big hit fan-wise and I guess viewership-wise because two of the top soccer players aren't going to be in it. But, you know, it's, I don't want to talk about it anymore, so... Uh, with that being said, let's get to the unpopular topic of the week.
1: Welcome to the Unpopular Opinions. Unpopular Opinions. Have unpopular opinions. Unpopular Opinions. Okay, so what's an unpopular opinion? Unpopular
0: Opinions. To utter such blasphemy. He's got the nerve, the audacity, the unmitigated gall to echo such blasphemous nonsense. Just blasphemy! you ever sit in a barbershop one day, I don't know if this is cultural or regional. Shout out to Jalen Rose and Jacoby. Oh, first of all, you're watching the Unpopular Podcast or listening to the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy Jalen where I get my unpopular opinion about sports. Again, you ever been in a barbershop? And for people that know the type of barbershop I'm talking about, you can... Arrive at 12 o'clock and leave at 3 or 4. That's it's just people talking and, and this, that, and third. But you ever been in the barbershop? And all the old heads are talking about how different things are, how different things used to be. When you know, they talk about, man, back in my day, that's always the line of lines, back in my day. <laughs> or they talk about how we're not like Or we weren't built like they were built back in the day And stuff like that <sighs> Rivalries are different these days Of course we all know about Boston and Lakers Or Boston and Philly We know about As we saw This year In the playoffs The Yankees and Red Sox Michigan and Michigan State or Michigan, Ohio State, Redskins and Cowboys. Back in the day, these two entities, whatever team we're talking about, hated each other. Now, while it's still a little rough around the edges for Redskins and Cowboys fans, Boston fans hated Lakers fans. Or Yankees fans hated Boston fans. And while it's still... It's creeping back up there. It's not as it's not as the same. It's not how it was like you know back in the day. Now it's it's very easy for a Boston fan to root for LeBron James. Oh, it was very easy for a Michigan fan to keep tabs on Ohio State. It it and, it and it goes as it goes down to. Or go, it trickles down all the way to the players as well. You know, you, you you saw the famous fights where Boston and and Lakers, they would always brawl it out as well as we remember the epic bullpen fight that the Yankees had with Boston. We don't see that anymore. We don't see – we don't see – Kevin McHale or players like Kevin McHale clotheslining Lakers players I'm not saying that to say that sports are worse off because of it. I'm just saying that that's how the times have changed whether it's the way the rules are implemented or fines and suspensions have you know they're, how they're run whether it's the way that you know social media has pretty much brought people closer in some areas so now all the players are each other's best friends how two of the top players you know LeBron James and Kevin Durant back in the day you know Michael Jordan wanted no friends with the top players now they're pretty much best friends like I said LeBron James and Kevin Durant are like best friends they had a Whole driving an Uber series with Kerry Champion a while ago. Uh, they're different. They're different. I think the only one out of out of the list I just said are probably still the same as Michigan, Ohio State. I'm not gonna say they're the same, but they they have they they have still bad blood there. But it, it's different and. I guess the unpopular topic is, I don't know if that helps sports or hurts sports. I remember hearing stories, of, and again, I'm I'm young, I understand. Oh, you don't know. All right, whatever. You can you don't have to listen to me if you think I'm too young. I don't really care. But I remember hearing stories about people. You'd be caught dead a Philly fan rooting for the Lakers, or no, or rooting for Boston. You remember Larry Bird fought Dr. J. You'd you'd be remit, you you'd be crazy to see a New York fan cheering for the Red Sox. And I'm hearing a lot of New York fans saying, "Well, we got to keep it in the NL." So I'm going to root for the. Uh, National League So I'm rooting for Boston You would never Hear people say that Back in the day You would never Hear people say uh, That that Rescue in the Cowboys game You know Dak Prescott Looked real good Like you would never Hear a Rescue fan Give a Cowboys fan and I'm like that I'm n- I don't like Anything Cowboys Anything If you're a Cowboys fan We might have to have a, And you're like A female I'm interested in uh, We might have to have A conversation because I, I don't know. I'm not about to raise no Cowboys kids. That's just not going to... I'm not... Look. I'm not raising no Cowboys fan kids. I'm not raising no Duke... Definitely no Duke fans. I mean, it's real debatable if I'm raising Patriots fans. I'm not there yet, but I'm just saying. I, I don't do... I don't do... I definitely don't do Duke. Definitely don't do Cowboys. Man, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about Patriots fans. As in raising them as young ones because you know you got to raise them right <laughs> i just I, what i'm all i'm saying and this is a quick i guess unpopular um, pain popular of the week is it's different sports is different these days sports are different and i'm, I'm not saying it's better i'm not saying it's worse i'm just saying that the rival, the, uh, of course, you have North Carolina, Duke, Ohio State, Michigan. Most of the strongest rivalries that you see is now in college. And, it's, and, and they've always been there, but it's not as strong as, you know, Boston and Lakers used to be, or New York and Boston used to be, or Redskins and Cowboys. All, the, all the strongest rivalries are in college football or college in general. And I just think that's crazy. I think that sports has always been a competitive, a competitive outlet for whatever's happening, and there's times when people have united for their hate of a diff- of a certain team. You know how many people I've become. I I've had instant conversations with when I realize, oh, you don't like Duke either. Respect. I'm a North Carolina fan. How you doing? Or, oh, you have a problem with the Patriots, too? My man, you know, I'm Jalen, by the way. You know, it's stuff like that. And I, I just think that's that's hurting sports as a whole. Uh, you know what? I can't say that. I can't say it's not hurting sports because I'm still tuning in. And I know many people are still watching sports and, and following sports. But I don't know. It, It's different. i just say that. It's different. Rivalry uh, is not not. not as a whole, but I believe the whole, uh, the whole, the whole feeling that rivalries are supposed to come with—I think that's dead. Now, of course, in college, some are still alive. Of course, I've never seen—you know—you're you, not gonna see Michigan fans rooting for Ohio State fans, and vice versa. You're definitely not about to see Duke fans rooting for North Carolina fans, but just the whole word rivalry is is, is diminishing. In sports, as we speak, and I, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, but it's a thing, and 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 I don't know, I don't know. It's 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 tough. It's tough because again, I remember. Oh, you know, I remember people saying. Again, I I remember back in the day where I used to get into fight. Not me, but I used to get into fights with people that were Boston fans. Or, you know, you'd get caught dead wearing a a Boston jersey in L.A. You know, you see the 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 true diehard fans like, you know, Snoop Dogg or the Mark Wahlberg and the Wahlberg family or Ice Cube. And there was even documentaries thirty for thirty about the sports rivalries, and it's just not like that anymore. I don't know. It's the rise of social media, the way that leagues and teams are officiated and run. I don't know. It's it's just different, and it it definitely has a profound impact on sports. Definitely, the hate's just not. Maybe 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 we're changed as a people. But it's the just the heat's not there anymore. And that's that's crazy. That's crazy. But that was the unpopular topic of the week. Uh, we you know we're gonna do mail time because I got about uh, three questions to answer. Thank you for people that are sending me questions. If you do want to, you know, do want to ask or ask questions, or you you have questions that want to be heard on the podcast, you can send it to my Instagram. It's I'm saying though, you can send it to my Twitter. Of course, DM me on these sites. Yes, I'm from DC, Jalen. You can send them on my Facebook. You can leave the comments below. You could text me, email me, whatever you got. If if you're close enough, text me, email me. You know, if you want to hear a question answered on the podcast, send me the question, and I will I will answer it. Unless it's I get like a barrage of questions, then I pick. But before I go into questions, one thing I did not say that I have to give props to. It's not because I'm a Wizards fan, but it's big. Chrissy Tolliver became. I believe the first African-American female to be an assistant coach of an NBA team, which was the Washington Wizards. I have to give a shout-out to, of course, Chrissy. She is a player for the Washington Mystics, but the same Washington Mystics that, unfortunately, got swept but made it to the WNBA Finals, but... I definitely have to get – before we even go any further, I have to give a shout-out to Christy Tolliver because she's still paving – you know, that that right there is huge. Not only her being a woman as an assistant coach in the WNBA, but being the first African-American female assistant coach in the w, I mean in the NBA is, is huge. It's monumental. It's – I don't know why it's not getting – or didn't get as much coverage. In fact, I probably do know why it didn't get as much coverage, but – yeah, I, can't go, I couldn't go any further without, without shouting out Christy Tolliver. So, shout out to her. Shout out for the African American Progressive Movement. Shout out for everything. But, let's get into mail time.
1: Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. The mail so, is here. I have three
0: questions I'm going to ask. You've got mail. Oh, I'm not going to ask. <laughs> I have three questions I'm going to answer. Uh, this one is from Antonio. Who do you think, outside of North Carolina, could win college basketball? And I guess he said North Carolina because he knows I'm a big North Carolina fan, so I'm gonna roll North Carolina. But I think the easy, easy answer here is Duke. But I think Duke has a lot of holes that nobody's talking about. Duke isn't that good of a, isn't that good of a shooting team. Duke also isn't the best defensive team. Now yeah, they're they're dominant around the rim, you know, with Zion and and Reddish and and J.T. you know, RJ Barrett, they they have, you know, they're going to be great defensively around the rim, but perimeter-wise, I think they're going to struggle. So, if I had a team that I think could win it all, it's not Duke. Hmm. I would probably say a team like Damn, he said I can't say He said I can't say North Carolina. Um <laughs> that's a good one, Antonio. Uh I don't know. Uh it's 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 tough. It's tough because outside of a few top teams. I don't know if there's a, a a solely dominant team. Honestly, I would say, if not Duke, I mean if not North Carolina, Kansas. Kansas does have a lot of good returning players, and a lot of a uh, really good recruiting class, like always. Kansas or I think Kentucky is going to suffer from the same problem they suffered last time if they're really young. And they don't really have, they have a lot of talented players. I don't know that they have a lot of team players, you know what I mean? So if not Kansas, and I'm not, I'm not taking Villanova out of it, so I, I guess either Kansas or Villanova, if not North Carolina, because that's always going to be my choice since, you know, go, go Tar Heels. Thanks for the question. Antonio, by the way. So yeah, uh, I'd say, no, I say, God, if I say North Carolina again. <laughs> I'll say Kansas or Villanova. Villanova is returning a lot of good players, and I can't. I'm not gonna count out Jay Wright in that program. Can't do it. Was just two championships in the last three years. Can't, I can't, I can't do it. This question is from Mike. Shouts out to Mike. This question says, he gave me a lot of stuff. And I'm not trying to read all this. Who is the greatest basketball player of all time? Michael Jordan. I think one podcast I'm going to go into depth why I think Michael Jordan's the greatest basketball player of all time but Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time if you ask me and last question Mm. this is a really good question I got te- someone texted me this question. This is a really good question. Um, Is Kyrie a top five? Uh, this one shouts out to Amber. Is Kyrie a top five player or top ten player in the league? I'm trying to think. I'm going to just do a rough top players, and if he lands in 10, he lands 10. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. And this is all in no particular order. Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Stephen Curry, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul. Joel Embiid. Paul George. No, not a top ten player. Sorry. So there you have it. This is episode 20 of the Unpopular Podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. As you can see, the camera's a little closer. Uh, I'm only doing one shot because I'm getting personable. I believe... Looking at a lot of one man podcasts and stuff, until I get a co-host, if I get a co-host. They they've been personal, they've been up close. I feel the camera's always been far as hell. You know, I've been move, I've 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 made a concerted effort not to move this too much because it's it's distracting to a lot of people. But I wanna thank you guys for listening, man. Thank you for all my fans all fourteen fans around the world. Shouts out to y'all. It's growing. Yes, last week it was thirteen, so it was fourteen. It's growing. Uh, again, man. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know this always sounds like like this is a wrap, but as in like the podcast is over with. But yeah, I, again, I think I'm a, I think I'm gonna stick to these Mondays. I think I'm going to stick to these Mondays. I like it, which means it's going to be a... Now, there will be some weeks till I'll I'll drop an emergency podcast. I might come in if I need to talk about something or if I feel like talking about something. But I'm going to definitely try to stick to these Monday drops. So, again, I want to thank you guys for listening to Episode 20 of the Unpopular Podcast. If you're listening to this from SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, go subscribe to whatever the hell else you're not subscribed to. And I will see you next week. Much love.
1: was the same i'm old enough to know better young enough to not give a fuck rather hold my head high and die than live and duck I gotta set it off Jada Queen and Vivica The last chick was scared To get that money I can't live like her Got no problem with you niggas Get it how you live it, bruh It's a cold world These mean streets will shiver ya All I ask is for the same respect That I be giving ya If not, my boy I'll put the beats on you Karen Sivya That boy be on his shoe first Never mind the trivia My advice don't mess with his man Word to Nivea We go back to when We got that wife from Bolivia We was candy shopping Before 50 in Olivia That's when you would go Uptown, cause you had to read it everybody broke back then You had to repair, drug dealing was cool Back then, you had to be where That was the 90s, y'all wouldn't get it You had to be there, that's why I'm glad to be here Some of us never made it, it's hard to get Off the ground, y'all think I just levitated Y'all think it was all love And nobody ever hated, y'all think cause I never stayed it. I never been devastated All y'all see is sun shining Think I was never shaded, y'all think these calendar Models, is all that I ever dated Nigga, nothing was the same, Hot 97 plated every day that made it that i stay with 57 played it can't trust nobody the crib is heavy gated you ask why i tell them even heaven's gated you know why cause when you good the devil hate it and even if you heavyweighted people want you feather weighted. attention i never paid it me and this clever lady she brains do some things then we lay together faded and while i chill loaded up and still just wishing the